get this shit started uh i want to let you guys know even though i've been talking about this for a week now well not really i got off tomorrow and i'm going to focus on putting together a video pre-recorded pretty much just me driving around for MGTOW.TV. So I'm going to do an introduction video to uh, my MGTOW.TV channel. So I'm going to be doing that tomorrow as well as podcasting. I'm about to play another instrumental before I do. I'm going to play the disclaimer and I got to heat this coffee back up because coffee went cold on me. Ain't Ain't nothing nastier than lukewarm coffee like i understand iced coffee it took me a while i remember i was working at wawa i was working at wawa 2014 nine years ago and um i was a gas attendant i was pumping gas and shit and this was during the summertime and i was working during uh fourth of july and you guys already know how that shit goes so I was just sluggish, man, throughout the day. 
coworker was like, yo, man, go in there and grab some iced coffee. I'm like, iced coffee? For some reason, when he said it, it was just intriguing. Like, I wonder what this shit tastes like. And I was addicted. I was addicted ever since. But I got to heat this coffee up because I don't, I don't want this to be iced coffee. I need some hot coffee. So I'm going to play this fucking disclaimer. Like I said, I don't even have anything organized. I do have a, a sub topic, but I don't have anything organized. So nine times out of ten, we're going to be going on YouTube and checking other shit out. But before that, this is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. All right, I got to heat up this coffee. So in the meantime and in between time, uh, listen to one of my beats. again with another edition another episode of the crimson capsule chapel okay on this episode gonna be kind of a random episode it is the morning time so i am doing the episode it's 9 15 right now for me Although this shit may not be uploaded to about 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Um, I wanted to talk about something briefly before I look for videos. Um, as a black, liberals will see you as a villain or as a victim. The subtitle. For this episode is as a black liberals will see you as a villain or as a victim and not just any liberal. No, as a white man, white liberal. Beta. 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 All right. What do I mean by this? Well, look at media. When it shows a black man successful on the left, he is celebrated. He is appreciated by the whites 
who have control over what they think. Right? A black conservative who did everything from the ground up because he's not with the right party and because he doesn't look at himself as the oppressed, he is a sellout. He is an Uncle Tom. Coon! Cooning! Tomming like a mug. Uncle Tom, cooning, soft shoe, tap dancing, uh, shoe shining, whatever the fuck these niggas can come up with. But if you're on the left, and see, this is why with BLM, I can't support it because as a black man who is conservative, they don't support me. So why would I support them? If I don't agree with everything that these people claim, oh, we're all victims, victims of white supremacy, white supremacy, right? It's always the light-skinned niggas that, you know, I'm blackity black and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all. It's like, relax, nigga. Relax. But I don't go, I don't get down with the brotherhood like that. Color don't make you my brother. I say that straight up. Color don't make you my brother. But why is it so easy for blacks to fall into the victimhood mentality. Can it be what is on television, what is on media? The fact that the intellectual black man is looked at as a sellout and as a coon and as an Uncle Tom in, in black communities. And in a lot of cases, the thug, the hoodlum, the nigga who isn't educated, doesn't even have common sense, will put this man on a pedestal. And this isn't nobody in particular. I'm just talking base conversations here with Jersey Judah going beyond the red pill above and beyond the red pill. Cause like I want political awareness with us, the blacks, right? I want political awareness. I just don't, I don't want to hear just a black man tell me why the democratic party is good for them. Excuse me. I don't want to just hear conversations of a black telling me why the Democratic plantation and the Democratic Party is good. I want to hear the Uncle Toms, the Coons, the sellouts. I want to hear them. They tend to be a little bit more logical, right? The people I mentioned in the last night, last night's episode. Um, Thomas Sowell, um, Jesse Lee Peterson. What a mess. <laughs> Beta. And um, Larry Elder. Black conservatives. Why is it that I've never heard of these people until recently? But why was I aware of Jesse Jackson? Why was I aware of race hustlers like Al Sharpton? Why wasn't I informed about Thomas Sowell? Why don't they talk about Thomas Sowell in in these schools, but they talk about an Al Sharpton, a a Jesse Jackass Jackson? Why is that? Look at who they're aligned with. Al Sharpton. Jesse Jackson. Although, you know, Jesse Jackson had numerous pictures with Donald Trump because Donald Trump had a lot to do with benefiting them uh, with the you know the whole Rainbow Coalition. Do your research. But these blacks, you'll only see these blacks when a white kills a black. Black kill black? Oh, stay home. That's just niggas. We do that every day. White cop? Shoot a black man? Oh, you better believe they're marching. We marching. Look at our picket signs. Get the fuck out of here. Sick and tired of this shit. Unplug. All right? Unplug. See both sides of the political spectrum. Don't just look at white Republicans as racist if you're going to look at 
white Democrats as gods. This is idolatry. People say, well, you seem to do the same thing about Donald Trump. No, not really. I troll people. I don't give a shit. I don't worship no white man. Jesus, if we want to have an argument about that, we can. But I, I don't I really don't have the care to. The worst thing that they did. And those who are spiritual and those who are religious with common sense. The worst thing they did was illustrate the Messiah in general. The fact that he was an image was the worst thing that could have been done. Because I'm not saying I'm not one of these niggas that's going to say Jesus had an afro and all this other shit. Yeah, he's dark skinned, but he's most likely Arab. He's an Arab Jew. And I know that's going to offend some people, but look at where the Bible is taking place at, guys. Like, just use your fucking heads. The worst thing they did was make the Messiah look like Axl Rose. And this kind of melts into what people would consider white supremacy. Uh, what was it? The whitewash from the black renaissance. And if you do your history, you'll see the first uh, what people would say was the image of Jesus, Moses and uh, they black. Or at least that's how they looked. They looked like blacks. You have a lot of whites that will tell you. Oh, what we've been told was a lie. Jesus is black. We need to treat blacks better. So that whole Black Lives Matter shit, they out here, pastor, what was he doing? Washing uh, niggas' feet and some shit, and motherfuckers were celebrating it? Man, that felt uncomfortable. What an uncomfortable time to be black. (laughs) What an uncomfortable time to be a nigga, man. God damn. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Cops are kneeling. Cops are terrible. And see, that's the one thing I, I have in common with the left. We both dislike cops. Let's just get together just on the point of hating cops, right? These cocksuckers, they're the ones that start a lot of the racial tension. I will say that. They come into street corners. They park on street corners and wait for fuckery. People can just be talking on the corner, minding their fucking business. Nobody fighting. Nobody cussing. Well, niggas is cussing, but ain't nobody fighting. Nobody getting hurt. Having a good time cop pulls up he'll pull up at the stop sign and just chill there just sit there until another car is behind him and then he'll park up and just sit what a mess see these cops man like listen man you get to that you get to that mindset of Knowing that if a situation goes down, you can protect yourself because you have the tools to protect yourself. Cops will no longer be let be, be necessary. Uh, boys will become men because they would be taking care of their communities. It wouldn't be bullshit and these cops wouldn't be needed. Problem is, doesn't work like that. You got the criminals. Without criminals, there's no cops. Without crime, there's no cops. So a lot of these cops stare the pot a little bit. I will say that. I'm black. I'm black. Okay, guys. All this bullshit. Oh, yeah. You know, Trump, whatever. Love him, hate him. However the fuck you feel about him, that's up to you. I have my own opinion. I mean, this nigga was snapping, man. Fucking Trump was cussing, cussing reporters out. It was great. But the problem was he had the wrong letter in front of his name. If he had a D in front of his name, he would be a fucking very popular president. Although liberals would have to learn to like him. Like how like how shit is today. A lot of a good portion of Democrats and liberals realize that they've made a mistake because they voted with emotion. They didn't vote with logic. Oh, we don't like this man. We don't want him running the country. Oh, we don't like this man. We'll consider him a racist. 
oh, we don't like this man, so we'll blame him from for for you know CV19. All types of bullshit, man. And he handled all of that shit pretty much like a boss, man. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. You know, the way he walks into a room, right? And these, you know, these reporters, they try to talk crazy and out of pocket. She ain't having that. He said, don't talk to me like, don't talk to the, your fucking president of the United States like that. Matter of fact, let me look that up real quick. Fuck it. Let me, let me look this up real quick. So you're a lightweight. He told this guy, like, look, man, you don't talk to me like that. You're a lightweight. Matter of fact, let me look this shit up. I believe it's on my YouTube. I mean, my, not my YouTube, my uh, Facebook. I had shared it. I had shared it. I got to find it. Uh, you gonna find it? Uh, man, somewhere, man. I knew I shared this shit. No, 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 none of that. What the? I gotta find this. Gotta find it, man. Cause it's fucking hilarious. This nigga was like, "Don't you talk to me like that." He's like, you're a lightweight. <laughs> oh, here it is. <laughs> you're, you're a lightweight. Don't you talk to your president like that? <laughs> Between you people, don't ask, don't talk to me that way. You're just a you're just a lightweight. Don't talk to me. That way. Don't talk to the president or the answer. Don't ever talk to the president that way. Between you people. <laughs> oh my God! One more time. Well, don't answer, don't talk don't to talk me that like way. That. You're just a, you're just a lightweight. Just a lightweight. Don't talk to. I'm the president of the United States. Don't ever talk to the president that way. Gangster shit, bro. Like, yo, I don't get why. Like personally, like maybe it's me. Like I don't get it. Cause like, Obama wasn't talking like this. Obama was a bitch, man. Let's just be real. Obama was a bitch. He didn't do shit for niggas. He did more for um, the gays. Lesbians did more for the gays and the lesbians than um, the blacks. Um, Donald Trump. All right. Um, let me see something. Show you how much. Tell you how much of a racist Donald Trump is. You know what I'm saying? Show you how racist Donald Trump is. Donald Trump is a racist, right? You know, Donald Trump is definitely a racist. Let me tell you how much of a racist this nigga is. Hold up. Let me tell you how much of a of a racist um, Donald Trump is. Donald Trump made permanent, made permanent a commitment of $255 million dollars and annual funding for historical black colleges and universities. And he increased funding for the federal Pell Grant program by signing the Future Act in 2020. $255 million for historical black colleges and universities. Oh yeah, Donald Trump's a racist. He hate niggas. He hate niggas so much that he wants to make sure you stay educated. Ain't that some shit? You let these other people, the other side of this, the lefty lunatic liberal brainwash you and have you think that you're the villain or have you think that you're the victim. You're only the villain to a liberal when you don't agree with them. Right. You're only a villain to a liberal when you don't agree with them. If you agree with them, you're not an equal to them. You are lesser than them. You allow yourself to say that you are lesser than them by saying that they have privilege over you. You made these white folks your master. From that mindset, it's like, like I said, it's like mental slavery, psychological slavery on the black man that is still today. What is right is evil, and what is evil is good. What is right, 
what is logical, what is indeed pragmatic, a more pragmatic approach is seen as goofy. It seemed as lame to niggas within the spectrum. Problem is, we don't celebrate those who are doing something that is unorthodox. We don't celebrate those as blacks who go against the grain, like myself. Because either, and it's like, it's not, it's not like what people think. You know, black conservatives are in fact the scapegoat for at this point going forward, because there's a lot of coons, a lot of Uncle Tom Trump supporters out there. And why would these people support Trump? It ain't like Trump gave money to any black. Oh, yeah, that's right. Two hundred and fifty five million dollars in annual funding. In annual funding. For historical black colleges and universities. Learn something new every day. Right. Now, I'm not going to be on no Jesse Lee Peterson shit. Shout out to him, though. That nigga's funny, man. Beta. That nigga's funny. But I'm not going to call him the great white hope. But um, in my time on Earth, he's definitely my favorite president. <laughs> like he's a he's a he's my favorite president that I lived through. Witnessing. Uh, second favorite president would probably be. Man, that's a tough one. I'm going to say that my my second favorite president would have to be um, Abraham Lincoln. And it's not for the reason that a lot of people think. Um, Abraham Lincoln was was a president at one time um, during the Civil War, was suffering from depression and shit. And there's diaries that he would write, you know, to his family or he would just write in general about his depression and shit. It was very based, like for for somebody old, like that's some old shit. But at the same time, like when folks are depressed today, you know, they just, you know, eat food, complain about it. They can pick up they can pick up a phone. And I'm not against that. And people that talk about their depression to me. It's a little bit more realistic. than to say something like depression doesn't exist and all this other stupid shit, you know, because. Depression, depression as, all right, condition, like, like not even conditional, temporary depression is real. I think the long-term shit, all right, that's weird. To be diagnosed with depression, rather uh, losing a family member or something bad happening or you're going through a hard time or you're trying to figure things out and you may feel depressed, that's, I don't know, but um, Abraham Lincoln had like a diary and shit he would write, you know, about his depression and all that other shit. And, you know, in my opinion, you know, the Republicans at a time had way more consideration for blacks than the Democrats. It's just when the Democrats figured out, we'll just give niggas free shit Even though, and these are the people that believe that they don't have equal opportunity. Everybody has equal opportunity. It's just we don't have an equal outcome. You know, sometimes it it breaks down to either you got it or you don't. Affirmative action, um, radical way of thinking, but I'm not really a fan of affirmative action. I mean, why would you want to be a... Why would you want to be a token nigga in a job where white people don't like you because they realize that you were just handpicked for the color of your skin? Why would what would you expect to happen? Like, let's really think about this. Nearly spilled my coffee. What the? But um, we have the equal opportunities. It's just a lot of us have chosen. It's generational. It's not just. It, it, it takes a while. It takes a long time to really snap out of that. And, you know, doing so, you will have enemies. You, your family are not going to really want to talk to you like that. So I remember telling people was talking about voting and shit and how, 
you know, Trump is doing this, Trump is doing that. And I just laughed at him. I was like, man, I ain't voting for no fucking pedophile, no separatist. That's Joe Biden. I'm not voting for him. So they already knew who I was aligned with. Because I fuck with Trump. He ain't even a Republican if you think about it. That's just Trump. He don't like Republicans that much because they're weak. They're not, they're nothing, they're not the Republicans of the past. Now I'm not saying they're out here burning crosses necessarily, but they're not Republicans of the past. And when when you see it's like it's like that one person, it's like that meme of you know, all of the sheep falling off the cliff, and then the one sheep going, excuse me, going the opposite way, getting away from the cliff. Right? It's that one person who's not willing to jump off the cliff for the Democratic plantation. I'm not willing to be a statistic just to fulfill their agenda. And that makes me an enemy. And I'm cool with that. Niggas kill niggas anyway. Niggas kill niggas anyway. Like I said, the whites, the Caucasoids, they were killing each other decades ago. But they didn't. It's it's very interesting with whites because they don't think about it like that. <clears throat> because the Jews consider themselves a race and a religion. Or just really a group of tribes, if you will. So they don't really consider themselves to be Caucasoids, even though they are Caucasoids. They're of Caucasoid descent. They're religious Jews, respectfully. Okay? When they were killing each other, Holocaust was going on, they were killing Jews left and right. Like I said, I watched the documentaries. They're just terrible. Kids, they were executed. Yo, terrible shit, right? Whites was doing that shit. They were killing each other in mass numbers for years, dude. So that's why I don't get too involved. Like I said, my radical side is kicking in. But I don't get too involved in too much of like the race talk when it comes to like, because I can I can acknowledge that we cause tremendous harm amongst one another. But what I also say is, you know, there was a time when these people were ahead of us. They were killing niggas by the thousands. And they were trying to take over the world and shit. The Third Reich, Nazis, Krauts and shit. They were trying to take over the world. Okay? The Japs got involved. The Italians, the Guineas got involved. Mussolini got involved. Right? Dictatorship, communism, fascism, destruction. Whites. They were doing that shit way before we were. We had to pick up bandanas and and wear a specific color of clothing before killing one another. These motherfuckers were ahead of us. It's just that because we are only 13 to 14% of the country's population, we are going to be the headline. But with us, there's more babies being aborted than coming to the world. And babies that come into the world in our country, in this civilization, are usually in a one-parent household. Single mother, most likely. And as I talked about previously, because that young black man, does ha- he has no, some of us had, had no idea who our fathers were. We may have had pictures, but we don't. Some of us didn't even know what our fathers look like. So you got young black men with a lack of male masculine identity of a father. And the only thing he has is the feminine, in a lot of cases, moody, bitchy attitude of a single mother who's bitter because she was bad at choosing a life partner. And she's stuck with the consequences which is taking care of a child by herself. She's going to have hatred for men. And what these women do is she gets the boy, she gets the son to identify with her. So spiritually, he becomes her. 
he becomes as emotional as her. He becomes as problematic as her because that's the only thing that he sees. If he's lucky, he may have an uncle. He may have an older brother who was able to get into sports, get away from the mama, right? Get into sports, get involved as a man with men, pause. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, sports, martial arts, shit like that. Or what ends up happening, like I said, these these boys become women. They don't become women like like that, you know. They don't, you know, they don't transition like that. But I'm saying emotionally and spiritually, they become their mothers. They lack the identity of a father. They have no they have no guidance. They're not used to handling authority. And they create a cycle of chaos and dysfunction. It's not the it's not the child's fault. Child didn't ask to be here. It's the mother's fault. She's the gatekeeper of sex. Right? So it's her responsibility. Traditionally speaking, the man is supposed to be involved. The man is supposed to be the one who handles the disciplinary. The sit down, the pep talk, you know, straighten them out in a lot of cases without even having to raise a hand. But a lot of us haven't been and we and, and we'll make fun of and the crazy thing is, man, I'm getting very base. But the crazy thing is we'll sit back and talk shit about somebody who has a two parent household. We'll talk about people who are more fortunate than us as if they're less fortunate than us. What the? <laughs> Y'all got to listen to Jesse Lee Peterson, man. That's all I got to say. But because so many young black boys have the emotional spirit of their mother and identity of their mother, like I said, they're going to have a lot of female feminine traits. Because like I stated, the only thing that he sees is his mom. Who's his mom talking to? You, These mothers today, they're cock hopping. These single mothers today are cock hopping, thinking that they're still hot shit. And that boy is witnessing that. What is that going to do with him as he gets older? Eight times out of ten, he's been told that his father ain't shit. His father bailed out on a child. So what happens when that man, what happens when that young man, that young boy, already lacks the male masculine identity of the father and only identifies essentially with the feminine problematic mother, how do you think he's going to feel about men? Like I said, he's going to, he's not, he's going to hate men and he's going to learn to hate women. He's going to hate men in terms of older men, mentors, teachers, basketball coaches, men of authority. He's not going to know how to take uh, orders from a man because he's never gotten orders from a man. He's gotten orders from a woman. That's why these men become suckers and wimps. Beta. They ain't going to take no they ain't going to take no shit from a man. Oh, hell no. We can fight. But a bitch. Oh, yeah. These guys will bend over backwards because they've been taught that in a lot of cases by their single mother. You got to treat her like a lady. Man, she got to act like one first. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> what a mess. There's <laughs> a white man. Beta. White liberal. Beta. White man. White liberal. Beta. <laughs> no, I'm not racist, guys. I just don't like... White liberals. I just don't like them. I don't have a good relationship with the whites that are liberals. Really, I mean, let's be honest. I don't have a good relationship when it comes to like, because I'm, I'm realistic. I'm very realistic. So I'll never, I'll say something like, like what Jesse Lee Peterson does is, He'll get like a lot of these radical blacks, very radical left-leaning blacks. 
who are used by the Democratic Party, by the way. He'll get them on the show. Ask them a question like, <clears throat> do you love white people? And usually it's always it's one of those questions where, of course, a radical left leaning black hates white people. Right. He hates white people. But, you know, they got a safe face. Like, they don't want to be considered, like, too too radical. So they say, I love all people. And then JLP will keep asking, but do you love whites? I love all people. Yeah, I, I, I know, you, but, but do you love whites? And then the guy will say, well, aren't white people considered all people? I don't love everybody. Okay. Let me just, let me just be honest. Right. And it's very difficult for me to explain it like this. Cause I do consider myself religious, a man from God who aspires to be a man of God, a man from God who aspires to be a man of God. That doesn't mean kumbaya peace and peace upon everybody. No. It's my personal relationship with God. And that's it. Fuck this bullshit. You, they want to take God out of everything. They want to take God out of the schools. What the? They got rainbow flags and shit in, in, in elementary schools. Look, man, nothing against the flag, nothing against the people. Keep the shit out of schools, man. That's all. You got to take God out of everything. What the? <laughs> these niggas are wicked, man. They're wicked. They're wicked. You see these. Um, let me look this up. I, I think I'm just going to talk on this episode. I think I'm just going to talk in this episode. Uh, hold up. Satanic temples in America. Let me show you how fucking wicked these motherfuckers are, man. Let me explain how wicked these motherfuckers are, man. Founded 2012, the Satanic Temple, often abbreviated TST, is a religious organization. <laughs> Isn't that something? What the... That is primarily based, it's not based whatsoever, in the United States with addition with Canada, Australia, Finland, of course, Germany, you know, and United Kingdom. Unbelievable. Devils. Wicked, dude. Wicked. They got temples and shit. They got statues of Baphomet. And they want to take God out of everything. These people are fucking demonic. All right. The satanic temple will say, well, we're not really Satanists. We just use that to mock God. If you're mocking God, you are Satan. If you mock Christ, you are the devil. And you try to. You try to hide in symbolism like a coward. So they use the Baphomet. So they be they're evil. You use the Baphomet and see these, these are people, like I've said before, the extreme of this is somebody will say, uh, a black will say, well, that was our symbol. I'm not claiming no fucking Baphomet. I don't like goats, nigga. Fuck that shit. I don't like goats. Right. But like I mentioned before, where these people will take symbolism like the Nazis They'll take the swastika, which was used. <laughs> Let's look it up. How about that? Let's look it up. All right. Hold on real quick. Hold on real quick. Late 19th century. Which means well-being, fortune, luck. Yeah. That's what that symbol believe that's what that symbol means. 
Um, the Buddhists use it. There's, I believe, uh, Africa. There's temples in Africa that use it, use that symbol. But when these fucking dirty crowd Nazis got their hands on it, they made it evil. They made it evil. So when you think about that, with that being said, knowing about the origin of the swastika, when Kanye West put the six point star and put the swastika in the middle of it, you got to start, you got to really think like, hmm, what does he mean by that? What does he mean by that symbolism? Right? The six pointed star, the star of David was taken by the synagogues of Satan. It's in the Bible. They took that symbol and made it wicked. hexagram aka they made it wicked they they do this with symbolism they've made the all-seeing eye evil your third eye is evil right your ability to see what is really in front of you some for some reason is evil because these wicked ass people took the shit they made it evil oh well that's the eye of lucifer come on give me a fucking break Give me a fucking break. Sick and tired of this shit. You know what I mean? But this is what I mean. Y'all, a lot of us need to unplug, man. A lot of us need to unplug. Stop getting your information from mainstream media, especially as a black man. White people, the thing about white people that I like is the white friends that I had, right? Politically speaking, it's it's theater to them. They they don't like that's how I started to look at Fox and CNN. It's theater. You know, it's almost like SNL. You're gonna laugh more at these mainstream media uh, outlets than SNL. SNL sucks. We all know this. Saturday Night Live not funny anymore. It's terrible. It's sad. Disgusting. Liberals took over. Oh, oh let's make fun of Trump. <laughs> He's orange. These whites, they're not even funny. Like, look at somebody like Jimmy Kimmel, for example. A peasant, a peon with a lot of money. That's all he is. He's physically weak, spiritually weak. He was on the Epstein list. All these, all these celebrities, Epstein, y'all know about it. I'm not gonna get too deep into it, because I'm not, I'm not going too, I'm not going too much on the deep end with this episode. But I want to keep this shit non necessarily uh, non red pill related. But um, look at Jimmy Kimmel for example. You know what I mean? Uh, supporter of a pedophile was allegedly. Let me let me correct myself. Was allegedly on the flight list for the Lolita Express. Kitty Dibblers, demonic, satanic demons that all of you people. Worship. Show's not funny. He's not funny. He's a terrible human being. Just terrible. Nothing funny about him. Back when he was doing the man show with Adam Carolla, that shit was funny. Imagine if the man show, if if people are old enough to remember the man show on Comedy Central. He was in blackface dressed as Carl Malone, talking like Carl Malone or talking like a retarded ass nigga. That's how he was talking. And it was funny back then. Everybody was laughing. Now, today, he'll point out somebody else who was in blackface. Oh, he's racist. Jimmy Fallon in blackface playing uh, Chris Rock. Everybody thought that was funny. Oh, he ain't racist. That's the problem with you people. You don't know shit. You'll never know shit. Because you're one track minded, you don't do your research, you know nothing about what's happened before you, you probably have no idea what's going on today. That's the reality. And I don't care about no fucking Republicans. I'm not, like I said this before. I have to, I, like my thing is it's it's the history that matters, right? Well, people will tell me, well, why you care about why you talk about Republicans? Those Republicans aren't the Republicans today. And then I will ask them, 
Well, why do you care about slavery? You're not a slave today. Good chance you don't even have ancestry that were slaves. Good chance that you had a fucking featherhead. You know, a lot of niggas got, a lot of niggas are, in fact, indigenous, indigenous people. I have Native Americans in my family. I'm j- I just don't go that hard for them because, you know, they were savages. You know, they were stone cold killers. You know, they could have, they could have took it over and destroyed um, the whites, the colonizers, right? But they were weak. They allowed themselves to be hoodwinked by these people. And ironically enough, if you think about it, just saying, if it wasn't for those white people who colonized and who took over America, Christopher Columbus and those savages, those savage Europeans, we wouldn't be here. We'll still be in Africa. In a fucking clay hut somewhere or probably being put into slavery by black kings and rulers of the continent of Africa. A lot of people are not ready for this base conversation. A lot of people aren't ready. Maybe people listened long enough and figured that all I do is talk about red pill and bitches, but trust me. No. (laughs) No, right? So when I came to the realization that I was a nationalist, right, I recognize, geographically speaking, that to call a black person an African-American is very offensive. To call a black man or black woman who was born in America, who had family in America, a lot of us had military who died for this country in America, for whites to consider us African-American instead of American is offensive. Why do we allow ourselves to be connected to a continent, not even a country, a continent? Two continents. Oh, you're African-American. Well, besides my skin and the fact that people just don't understand how shit works. Logic. Why are we called African-American? But if we call these whites European-American, it becomes an issue. Something to think about. Don't allow yourself to be put into a box that these people create for you. Anyway, I think we will go over a video. We might go into a little red pill. Might go into a little red pill. Dysfunctional bitches, whatever. Whatever is available. We're shy of an hour, too, by the way which isn't bad. I ran it for at least 45 minutes. Um, We're doing this live, by the way, so I am like literally currently on YouTube seeing what's out here, seeing what's going on in these streets, these YouTube streets. Uh, Subscriptions. I don't got time to scroll through all this. What the? Oh, I want to go. <laughs> Let's look over uh, Jesse Lee Peterson clip so y'all can understand the fuckery uh i want to find a funny clip of this guy well you know trump savage moments why not okay he's waved the white flag on life he doesn't leave his basement (laughs) so thank you very much and you're going to be very busy today because we're going to work you hard who did you vote for? Uh, I voted for a guy named Trump. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. Somebody said to me the other day, you're the most famous person in the world by far. I said, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. They said, yes, you are. I said, no. They said, who's more famous? I said, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> what a piece of shit, yo. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> Oh, man, what an arrogant piece of shit, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Trump. Oh. See, the thing is with me, I like Trump because he's an asshole. People don't like Trump because he's an asshole. When it comes to a president, it's about fucking time. We got we got a real nigga out here saying what needs to be said rather than being a bitch. 
like Obama, like Clinton, betas. Weak men, man. Weak. You see these guys, man. When they're when they're with somebody like Putin, you look at Putin, you go, all right, this guy, this guy's a problem. You look at Putin and Russians. For like eighty five percent Russians are like fucking born um, assassins, dude. Like these people are fucking ill. You look at him, you're like, God, man, I don't want nothing to do with this guy. Not because he's a piece of shit or anything, but the way he carries himself, right? Like you got you got a guy like Putin, right? Oh, he's evil. He's this and that, whatever. I don't know nothing about Russia and I like Russia and I like Putin. I know nothing about the Ukraine. I know the Ukraine is involved with a lot of corruption with the Biden administration. So I don't like the Ukraine. Fuck them. Fuck them. We need to stay out of people's business, man. Tired of this shit. This is how you know this country turned into a corporation. You got dealings outside. You got globalism. You got businesses. You got businesses in Detroit, by the way. Businesses that were thriving in Detroit, being moved overseas and shit like that. Nobody, nobody researches this shit. Nobody pays attention. Nobody cares. Sad. This nigga falling up the stairs. Biden falling up the goddamn stairs. Biden don't know which way to get off the stage. What the fuck, people? What what is going on? And it's not just the blacks. I mean, you know, I forgive them. They they don't know any better. They don't know any better politically. They don't know any better. They listen to their favorite rappers. Like, yo, listen to your favorite rappers. Watch your favorite television shows. Don't take political advice from these people. You're taking advice from billionaires who don't give a fuck about your struggle. Look down on you for what you do. And you're going to follow them and follow who they vote for? Man, these people are dumb. Sick and tired of this. This nigga falling up the goddamn stairs. The triple fall. I call it the triple fall. Damn. Come Three here. times he was down. No, he's up. No, he's down Come again. Down. Oh, no, he's up. He's down again. He's down for three times. You know, if that were a fight, they'd stop it, right? If that were a fight, they would have stopped it, Mike. Cooking him. He's and cooking him. Yo, he's cooking him. What president do you know that just goes on stage and roasts another human being? Like, he's roasting him. He's roasting him. He said to me, sir, sir, it's cheaper to leave the equipment than to bring it. I said, well, what? You got a $50 million airplane. You got a $29 million gorgeous helicopter. We have every type of helicopter. You mean you think it's cheap? Hold on. Let me, let me see if I can find another savage moment. Okay, this is part one. All right, hold on. And you have to understand, uh, we first went through Russia, Russia, Russia. It was all bullshit. <laughs> Nick, yo, Nick. <laughs> oh, God. Like, what was the last? Just think about it like this. For those who are based out there, for those who understand what's really going on. When was the last time you were excited about a president making a speech ever in history? I remember there was a time when when Trump was having rallies and shit. And like I would listen to this shit at work laughing like, and people would look at me like, what are you laughing at? And I was like, man, I don't even want to talk about it, because like, if I would tell them what I'm listening to, who I'm listening to, Jesus. But man, just like his, this nigga don't give a fuck. He doesn't care. He has no filter. He has zero filter. How come we have many of the experts from CNN and many other networks, if you call CNN a network, I don't personally. <laughs> I think this is a part that we really need to take personal responsibility for. Saturday, I had a little low-grade fever. <laughs> so, actually, probably a GI thing. You want him to bring in Robert Mueller? What a stupid question that is. 
What a stupid question. But I watch you a lot. You ask a lot of stupid questions. <laughs> it walks away. Millions, as you witness, who are scared right now. What do you say to Americans who are watching you right now who are scared? Uh, I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what I say. <laughs> oh, God. And we're prepared to do vast numbers. Uh, I think we're in great shape. I hope that's the case. I hope that we're going to have leftovers so we can help other people, other countries. Who needs what we'll be able to get eventually? Uh, look, look, don't be a cutie pie, okay? <laughs> Everyone who needs one. Nobody's ever done what we've done. Nobody's done anything like we've been able to do. And everything I took over was a mess. It was a broken country in so many ways, in so many ways other than this. We had a bad testing system. We had a bad stockpile system. We had nothing in the stockpile system. So I wouldn't tell me what you tell what you know, like uh, being a wise guy. Go ahead. <laughs> wise uh, guy. No, I think the Washington Post covers us very inaccurately. Covers me very inaccurately. I saw the story. Yeah, Fauci. See, see, Trump was a dangerous man. He had that cocksucker Fauci behind him. He had snakes around him the, the entire time, dude. If you think about it, like, that's some crazy shit. Pence, what a coward. Fucking rhino. Bible-thumping Republican. The closest thing to a cross-burner that there is. Oh, well, you know, there's going to be a time in history where we'll regret Trump. That's something that Mike Pence said. What a bum. Former former vice president. He got to choose somebody who's base, man. He gets back in the office. He got to really choose somebody who's going to roll with him. And he got to find somebody that is just as reckless as he is. It's not going to work any other way. It's not going to work any other way. If he's somehow, if he's somehow unable to run and he becomes a vice president of someone, oh, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a serious problem. You're not going to hear enough of this nigga if he becomes vice president. But he really needs to uh, pay attention to who's around him. This nigga was surrounded by devils. Real white devils. Trump was surrounded by them. Fauci in the background shaking his head. What a coward. And look, look what he's caused. Guys like, you know, Fauci, just saying. I think it's a disgrace, but it's the Washington Post, and I guess we have to live with it. It's a very, it's a very inaccurate, quiet, quiet. <laughs> quiet. Bob Mueller testified. That didn't work out so well for the other side. Okay. Uh, I know that you continue to say... Okay, hold on one second. Any other questions from any other people? Okay, thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> Cussing motherfuckers out. Telling it how it is. Um, the Democrats were very crafty on painting Trump as a white supremacist. Very crafty. They doctored a lot of pictures. They said that his father was a part of the the Ku Klux Klan. All of that is incorrect. But if you look at Robert Byrd, a former uh, grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, when he died, Joe Biden showed up to that funeral. The Clintons showed up to that funeral. Barack Obama and them spoke at the funeral. And that's an actual KKK member. But y'all niggas been brainwashed to support the opposite end, the real racists, the ones who created the Ku Klux Klan. Disgusting. Disgusting. Anyway, I think I'm done with my rant. I didn't even mention anything. This is a, an official non-red pill related episode. Morning edition. Close to an hour and five minutes in. I'm going to give my final thought and wrap this shit up because I still have to charge my phone. I still got to do a lot of things. I still got to find out what I'm going to be talking about tonight. But my final thought is 
Um, people like me can't be controlled. I'm not going to allow another black man or white man tell me who I should vote for, who I should support. I'm not going to allow rhetoric and name calling to take me out of the path that I'm currently on. Right. It would be nice if a lot of us woke up and seen what's really taking place in front of us. But I know a lot of us will remain asleep. A lot of us will remain plugged in to the modern day matrix, which is uh, social media. We will follow what these people put out. We will go along with any CNN article. Not all of us, not all, not all, not all, but most. But there has to be people who go against the grain. There has to be people who are looked at as crazy and who think outside of the box. Because a lot of people say, oh, you're just crazy and you're just uneducated. You're just a peasant. You don't have God because you don't believe in one. So you're godless. So if you're godless, you will accept the fuckery that takes place around you. You will accept multiple type of bathrooms for multiple type of genders, even though there's only man and woman. And I feel sorry for a lot of y'all. I really do. Because a lot of y'all are just lied to, man. And when people like me try to speak, talk up, y'all y'all don't listen. You'll try to silence me. The black man will try to kill me. The black man, for the most part, isn't willing to sit down and take what I'm saying to heart. Because they're still stuck in their thoughts. They're still stuck in other people's thoughts. They're still stuck in other people's opinions. They don't have their own. They're stuck with somebody else's identity. They don't have their own. They're lost. But anyway, for now, that's all I got to say. I'm going to be back tonight. Although, once again, that episode will most likely be uploaded tomorrow morning. But in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another edition, another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel signing out. Peace.